Hello and welcome to Peds's Game Shack. This is episode seven and today I have another guest on, goes by the name of Junuel. How are you doing, dude? Hello, I'm very good, thanks. I'm glad you're doing well. It's nice to see you on. Uh, some people may know you from G-Arcade, the forum. Some may know you from the G-Arcade Twitch cast. Um... And some may not know you at all. <laughs> I think those are the options, yeah. <laughs> uh, some may know you from, from work. I doubt they can listen to this, but they could. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Exactly. Uh, so you've been doing well. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, can't complain. Um, kids have gone back to school, so that's happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as at I the said, end of I... the summer holidays, life gets back to normal. Exactly. I was saying uh, in a stream, jokingly, earlier that Friday's the worst day because it means the kids' last day of school for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and how it's I can't get my honest. Then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, terrible people. Um, so, as you are familiar... And the, those listening may be familiar, and for those who are not familiar, we tend to have three segments in the podcast, and the first segment is currently playing. So I would like to know, Genuel, what are you currently playing? Well, the thing that is dominating my playtime at the moment is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, or oh, nice. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I'm never sure what the preferred pronunciation is. I say Xenoblade, um, to be honest. Yeah. So maybe they should say it in the game. No, like yeah, drop the title uh, uh, of it. Yeah. Oh my God. We're going to die. We must use our Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the people in the game, you know, generally don't shut up. So you think they'd mention it at one point, the actual name. But yeah, they chat on about everything else. Um. But yeah, that that's pretty much. I th it, it's really weird. It's one of those things where you think kind of at the um, the end of this year when I come to sort of do discussions and thoughts about oh you know games of the year and what have you played this year? I think I, I'm really only going to have played two games this year because Elden Ring pretty much took up the first half of my year and Xenoblade. I've put I'm something like eighty hours into it and. I've still got quite a long way to go by all accounts. So I think it's going to, yeah, this is going to be me for a while now. So it's, it's not, it's not been the busiest of years in terms of games, but I have, I've got a lot of fun out of two, two separate games. Uh, how are you finding three then? Because I've now, I, I absolutely adore Xenoblade Chronicles, but I never finished it. And it, for me, it's, it's, it's amazing. The first one. And then the second one, I played some of that and I just didn't get on with her as much. I don't know why. Okay. I just didn't enjoy it. It's not that it's bad. It's not that I don't yeah. like it. I just prefer one. Yeah. I am played X or Cross, as it's supposed to be called. Uh, I see. I didn't know. It was supposed to, I, I would have said X as well. Um... Like normal people. <laughs> exactly like like who and also yeah who calls it cross on the uh, playstation controller it's the x button it's not yeah, cross people do say that that's cross too square yeah, triangle circle and cross idiots <laughs> <laughs> um how am i finding it but yeah so so i came to the series not not late but i never played one originally when it was on the wii um and i was i was not one of the 12 people who bought a wii u so i never played cross 
either. Um, so my first one was two, um, yeah. and I bought that very much on a whim because um, I'd not, I kind of, I was a big fan of like JRPGs back in the day. So like, obviously, you know, everyone played Final Fantasy VII on PS1 and suddenly realized, oh, there's this massive genre of games that a lot of people in the West had never bothered with. And suddenly we all got into them. Um, and I was, yeah, I, I played all the like, yeah, PS1, PS2, Final Fantasies and, you know, lots of other games in the genre around that time. But then after kind of the PS2 era, I sort of dropped off JRPGs. Um, and it's kind of one of those things where you think, well, I'm just maybe I'm just done with with those kinds of games. Um, but then I bought a Switch, and there was a lot of good stuff in that first year of the Switch. Um, but I think I kind of it got to. I think it came out in December of 2017, Xenoblade Two, um, and yeah, lots. Like I say on on the the forums on on GRK, lots of people were saying, oh, you know, this is this is another big game for the Switch. You know, you, you've got to play this. And I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll give that a go. Why not? Um, and yeah, it really surprised me. Um, I I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. It was one of those where I thought, well, I'll take a punt on it. And if it's if it's rubbish, then, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Um, but it was, it was borderline my favorite game of that year. And when you think like, you know, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, lots of other good games came out that year that's you know but that's pretty high praise um mm. so i am a big fan of two i i did then buy the uh the deluxe remake edition or whatever it's actually called of um definitive of the edition, first game. definitive is it definitive edition um i think so yeah that sounds about right well you know there's about four different names you can stick on a remake or a remaster isn't there you know deluxe definitive uh director's cut or the yeah who knows what they're all supposed to mean either way i bought that um and i, I never know whether it's one of these things where the first one you play becomes your favorite one or kind of sets your perspective on oh this is what the, the series is like and yeah. then kind of each 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 one being a bit different. You think, well, I don't like the things that did as much as what how I like the first one. So I, I enjoyed one, but I think probably because a lot of people were like, I think it, it's common for people to think like you do. I think most people played the first one, really liked it. And then I think quite a lot of people bounced off the second one. Um, so I, I was kind of like, well, I enjoyed the second one. So if I like that one and everyone prefers the first one, I'm in for a real treat. So I think I probably hyped it up a bit too much in my head. So when I got to one, I thought, well, this is, this is uh, an eight, eight out of 10 to twos, nine, nine or 10 out of 10 for me. Um, Definitely an edge 10. <laughs> it's an edge 10. It's an edge yeah. 10. It's not a 10. It's an yeah. edge 10. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very different thing. A very even different if, thing. Even if Edge yeah. didn't give it an Edge 10, I'm giving it an Edge 10. <laughs> I have nothing to do Absolutely. with Edge in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Still an Edge 10. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, I, so it was one of those where I'm like, do I like this series? Do I, or do I just like 2? What was specifically good about 2? So it was one of those where... Well, I came to three and I thought, well, I, you know, I've enjoyed both one and two. I really liked two. So I yeah. was like, I, 
I, again, I was, I was one of these people, I think I was kind of hoping, oh, I really hope three is a bit more like two. Whereas I think most people were thinking, I really hope three goes back to being more like one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think it, I think it does to a certain extent. I think it is a, it's, it's, it's a quite a hybrid of the two, I think. So I think people who enjoyed one more will probably get more out of three, but I think it will still, it still does things that please people who liked two if you see what i'm saying um as they go welsh cat people in there because that's what people care about in two isn't it let's be honest <laughs> absolutely yeah um, nia in two is one of the best game characters ever i think and isn't and a large part of that is is down to the welsh accent i think yeah. um there are there are the well there's like six main characters in this which is is quite a lot to juggle but yeah what one of them is a welsh cat person so Yay. it ticks that box <laughs> oh, um so yeah that that's uh that's kind of it's it's been very good so far i'm i'm i think it's got six or seven chapters i'm in chapter five um so i'm not quite done with it yet and i get the impression from hearing uh sort of feedback from other people that it, it throws a lot of you towards the end so there's yeah it's kind of like top heavy so you, you think you're on the last chapter but i think there's still quite a lot of content to the last chapter so ah right nice uh are you finding it i, I know you finished one and two but how are you finding it compares to say roughly 80 hours on both of the others so quite early on i i think my head went to the the position of i like this more than one but it's not going to top two for me and i think i've stayed in that position kind of the whole time like so I'm, yeah like i'm 80 hours in there so i've got i don't think it's going to sort of throw a curveball at this point and suddenly change what it what it is and how i feel about it I might be wrong. It might it might you know do some surprising things, um, but yeah, it's it's they're all very good games, um, and I I like the things that this has taken from two, um, and I, I I the story in two is a bit all over the shop, and tonally two is very is is a lot is a bit sillier than one, and is a bit um, it goes to a few odd places. Um, yeah. But do you know what the, the thing that sticks out for me is whenever it's mentioned on Twitter, uh, not exactly the bastion of, of gaming <laughs> niceties, but um, it it does have, um, it tends to pop up with a meme about like silly characters and giant boobies. Yes. With two. That is a core sort of criticism of it, which I think is fair. There's definitely a lot of if anyone who loves uh, Xenoblade Two has to sort of put the caveat of yeah you you have to look past a few bad decisions in terms of character <laughs> design and direction. There's a few like clearly trying to please teenagers uh, characters and like it'll, it'll just decide to have like a major cutscene and it's like do you know what we really need to see at this point is a close-up of the female characters ass for some reason that's what really conveys <laughs> the emotion of what we're saying <laughs> and it's like you, you just have to go right fine that that's what you want to do i'm not i'm not gonna you know damn the whole thing because of that but it would have been better if you didn't choose to do that that's fair enough 
Some people uh, like boobies and bums. <laughs> they know. do, and I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna criticize <laughs> them for that. But uh, it's, it's just the, you know, it, it, in some ways, it actually t- tackles some quite like interesting philosophical concepts and things like that. And then it's like it almost decides it has to balance that out by having like, oh, and then we've got like a sort of comic relief perv character in the background as well, like <laughs> dancing around. It's like. Oh. Like, I, you can just do the one thing. You don't have to try and please everybody. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you take the rough with the smooth. Yeah, from Sons of you need to. But, uh, yeah, I, I need to get back to both uh, one and two, but is this too many games? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it, It's very much, like, like I say, I, I, I strongly suspect I will have played very few games this year. And I've I've kind of come to terms with that now in terms of like the whole FOMO thing. It's like, well, there's too much stuff. You're never going to play yes. all of it. Just in, enjoy yeah. the things you do play is, is the way I'm looking at it these days. I, I've played a lot of games this year. I've finished about 40 or so. Um, Fair play. That's good going. But for me, that's a fucking rarity. But... <laughs> um, <sighs> Some of them have been games I didn't particularly enjoy. Like some of them I've done for for a laugh on stream, like the Paw Patrol uh, on a roll and the Paw Patrol movie game. I finished two those two this year. Uh, I play Ben Ten Power something or other that you said you should play this, so I did. <laughs> you fool! <laughs> I preferred it to Paw Patrol on a roll. Let me tell you. That's the, no, I, I've also played the Paw Patrol games and Ben 10, and Ben 10 is definitely better. Yeah. yeah. As, as far as like kid friendly games go, it, there's actually a game there, whereas Paw Patrol is, is there's virtually nothing to it. It's like, there's not really any way to lose that game, is there? It's just you can't move the character in the right place, pick yeah. up what seems to be like a thousand little pup Dog treats. Biscuits, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And. <laughs> Uh, I, I saw, yeah, I played through loads of stuff, including Pepper Bloody Pit, my friend Pepper Pit. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a fun stream. <laughs> oh, getting all the hits in. Yeah, but I have finished games like Elden Ring and stuff, so, you know. Which, uh, in Elden Ring and the first game we talked about, me and Cumberdain's on the podcast, Infernax, are probably my two favourite games from this year. Um, I'm not even a From Software fan. For people who know me, know that I've only ever finished Dark Souls 1, and that took me about 10 years and three different attempts to get into it. And when I finally did get into it, it really clicked. But after that, I've played 3, I've played uh, Sekiro, I've played Bloodborne, and I just don't and I just don't enjoy them. But for some reason, El- like Elden Ring really clicked for me. And hmm. uh, I'm not and the thing is I'm not a massive open world fan. I'm not a massive From Software fan, so for them to come together and give me the game which I've enjoyed uh, as one of the most this year is pretty pretty impressive. For, um, yeah, you know, but um, yeah, they, that is just, yeah. Like you say, if you've gone through kind of a few of their games in a row and they've, they've not clicked, for this one to sort of yeah make the difference is yeah, it's surprising. Mm. Definitely my my favorite From Software game, but I I don't think that's going to be the case with. A lot of people. I think most people seem to prefer either Dark Souls One or Bloodborne. Yeah. So I again, that's another series I came to late. I the first Dark Souls game I played was Dark Souls Three, 
I think I got that kind of like 2017 in like a Steam sale mm. back when Steam sales used to be ridiculously good. It was like, it was, I think it had only been out for a year and it was like 10 quid or something. So I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Everyone raves about these. Um, and I, I didn't finish it, but I thought, you know what, this is actually quite good. I can see why people go on about it. But then I didn't play another one for ages. Um, mm-hmm. And I, yeah, the first one I finished was get, going back to the remaster of Dark Souls 1. Um, and now, yeah, I, I would count myself as a, a FromSoft fan, as in I've played most of the games. I, you know, There's none of them that I've kind of bounced off. I enjoy all of them. I, I, I like what they do. Um, but yeah, I, I, would, I would probably put Elden Ring at the top now because um, I think it's got, it's got the strengths of a lot of the earlier games. So it's, you know, it's very much Dark Souls, but open world. But I think mm-hmm. it does just enough with that formula that softens some of the edges and kind of some of the reasons why people might not have enjoyed the Dark Souls games. It kind of gives you ways to counteract those. It's a lot, there's a, you know, you can approach it in different ways um, in terms of like, I think it's, it supports more character builds. Um, so if you kind of like thought, oh, Dark Souls, it's just about being a guy with a sword and you have to hit, you know, hit people a lot with your sword and get really good at that. Um, yeah. I think Elden Ring, it's a lot easier to go, do you know what, I'll try, I'll try a different approach or I'll go somewhere else and, you know, I'm, I, I can't get through this castle. So that's fine because I can go somewhere else. I'll go explore what's over, you know, over this other part of the island or, I'll, you know, I'll go somewhere else. Um, exactly. So I think there's a, a lot more options to avoid getting frustrated. Yeah, I think that's one of the major benefits, Uh, especially earlier in the game, because very late in the game, kind of more focused. Yeah, it does. It starts to sort of narrow the scope quite a lot towards the end, doesn't it? And it becomes kind of more like, okay, now it's just a Dark Souls game again. Um, But I think it it has to conclude in some way, doesn't it? So you can't just stay fully open forever. No. Um, that is like unlikely to work. <laughs> and again, people say it worked with Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, it did. I, 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 I've talked about Breath of the Wild plenty of times on the Twitch cast. I don't know if I have on you. I'm a person who enjoys Breath of the Wild, but I don't think it's the second coming, like everyone says. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would join you in that that position. It's. I, um, I, I know people like when we were doing the thing on GRK where people were moving uh, a game. Uh, Majora's Mask to me is a much better game than Breath of the Wild, and it's it's a much smaller game. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's, it's, the... it, I think Zelda doesn't. I think the fact that Breath of the Wild for me seems too unfocused for me, and that's a problem I have with a lot of open world games. Is like they so mm. un like I I generally prefer more linear experience to big open world games, and I think Breath yeah. of the Wild is too open and it's. It's quite sparse as well, like compared to Elden Ring. Yeah. It doesn't seem to see as much variety or anything like that, unfortunately. Yeah. One of the things that a lot of people said they loved about Breath of the Wild, which I never quite got, is actually part of what really worked for Elden Ring with me. Because people were like, oh, I could, you know, in in Breath of the Wild, I would just see something in the distance and and go and explore and discover something amazing. I never really got that with Breath of the Wild. I always felt like, well... There is a big world to explore, but none of it look, you know, it's uh, that 
often it's like, well, I'll just go somewhere because I, I need to go somewhere else. It's not like, oh, I've seen a really interesting looking mountain in the distance and I'll check out what, what that's got for me. Whereas Elden Ring, I think, really did do that. You kind of, you open, you, you come through that first like doorway to the open world and immediately you can see lots of like landmarks. And it's like, well, there's a castle over there and there's like a hill over there and I can see like, if I look over here, there's like, yeah, there's there's a, the sea is over there and i can see there's like a beach down there like yeah i think it's very good at drawing your eye towards yeah. things um and i never i it wasn't until very late in the game where i thought actually well now i will start looking at, at the map and just finding places i haven't been um i didn't have to do that at all for the most part because it's just like well i've loaded the game and I've not been over there. There's a there's a forest over there, and I can see there's like a giant bear in the forest. That looks like a, an interesting thing. Let's find out what that bear's doing. Um, and it was always Killing just <laughs> bread breadcrumbs leading you places. And I think that yeah, and if that's what people got from Breath of the Wild, then I can see why they loved it so much. But I never really got that from Breath of the Wild. But I did no. get that from Elden Ring. I actually played Elden Ring more than I did Breath of the Wild as well. I was playing uh, Breath of the Wild, and I think I got around 50 hours, and I just thought, I, I'm, I'm just finishing the game, or I won't get it finished. Yeah. I think I've played it for yeah. around 55 hours. Whereas with Elden Ring, uh, I was playing it, I got to around 80-odd hours, which is still not a lot for a lot, lot of people for hundreds of mm. hours. I played about 80 hours. And it wasn't the fact that I was like, right, I'm going to go finish this. It was, I just happened upon walking into where the boss would be and i was like i must be getting near the end of the game and someone in chat said this is the final boss i was like ah okay then yeah <laughs> i didn't know that but i think that that's a good sign if you stumble onto the end not really almost not realizing it it means yeah it hasn't outstayed its welcome it hasn't you, know, you haven't got bored of it you're not kind of clock watching thinking oh when's when's this over um that's yeah i i take that as a good sign yeah. i did put more a lot more time into it that uh, I, I was well over 100 hours by the end. Um, I was almost like frightened slash surprised at how much time I did put into it. But again, <laughs> I, it never felt like you know, that sort of completionist streak that you know, the Ubisoft style, I must tick off all the boxes. I must visit all the icons on the map. It yeah. wasn't that kind of no. busy work. It was just, I'm just having fun for 150 hours and yeah, it never felt tiring or tiresome. I would completely agree with that. Uh, and the, the thing is, while I was I was streaming it, so mm. I didn't I didn't play it off stream with that character. But while I was streaming it for a bit, I made another character. So off stream, I was playing as like a uh, a magic using character. So I had two characters on the go for a little bit, and it was quite fun. <laughs> Which yeah. I've not done. I don't tend to do that with games, you know any games so there was something about it that really drew me in yeah it's as simple as that really and breath of the wild unfortunately didn't do that for me. yeah uh, i'm i'm looking forward to breath of the wild to, sorry tears of a kingdom or whatever it's called uh yeah. but i don't know it's not it's not i want something more focused like ocarina mm. or something or majora's mask or yeah all the games before Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I, I would love it if they found a middle ground between what Breath of the Wild did and, yeah, what some of the more linear games before yeah. offered. I don't want them to just... 
I don't want them to just do the same thing again. It's like I've played Breath of the Wild. I really enjoyed Breath of the Wild. I don't want to kind of like do it a disservice. It's clearly a really good yeah, game. Yeah, very and, good game. You know, I, yeah, I put over a hundred hours into that as well. So I clearly, you know, I liked what I was getting from it. Um, but yeah, that I think it would just need a bit more focus, a bit more like Chuck eight really well-made dungeons into Breath of the Wild, and I think you've got you have then got probably a 10 out of 10 game. Um, I think it just needed that little bit more controlled content, yeah. which is what, again, that's what El- Elden Ring is like. It's a big open world, but every now and then it's like, bang, now you're in a, you know, a big, intricate, well-designed Dark Souls level kind of sat inside that open world. It's like, here, this castle is, you know, is is a Dark Souls level. It just happens to be inside a much bigger game. And there's like about, you know, five, six, seven like locations like that throughout Elden Ring. You've got, yeah, that first castle, you've got like the um the Academy University place. You've got, you know, kind of these key locations like the um Volcano Manor and things like that. I think if if Breath of the Wild had something a bit better than the Divine Beasts, which were, you know, a bit of an anticlimax, um, yeah. I think that would have really tipped it over the edge for me yeah I, I i agree with you again another thing is i think we've discussed this before on uh the twitch cast uh is um when you come across outposts and things it kind of feels pointless doing them because yeah you kill a couple of things but you don't really get anything for it like oh yeah mm. you'll get a chest where you open the chest and it's the weapon you were using that just broke. yeah or a worse one and it's like there's there's no real uh incentive to to do the camps because you don't tend to get anything that's uh that yeah. either lasts long enough to, to enjoy or um or you well you just get crap <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's only so many times you can kick open a little chest and see 20 rupees come out and and yeah not not be just very disappointed um yeah. i think that I was one of the issues with not having dungeons and giving you everything from the start more or less it, mm. it removes the because you have everything from the off everywhere you can go you can solve it there's no all oh, right I've, i need to work this out uh come back with the right thing i need to get further because you yeah. just can yeah whenever i think yeah it's it's the kind of you know zelda has always been kind of like a a controlled progression game it's about you do this dungeon you get the new item and that now lets you move the thing that was blocking you from going you know down this valley or through this like forest or whatever it's it's it was all about kind of your your abilities open the world up more as you go like you know it, it, i've always thought they're quite similar to metroidvania type games your traditional zeldas it's kind of all about your your gear and your powers sort of unlock the world more and yeah like yeah. like you say once you leave the great plateau in breath of the wild you can go anywhere you have basically all the powers you're ever going to have you might get some gear that helps you climb a bit faster or you know survive in the cold a bit longer but fundamentally you're not restricted at all and in some ways that's a good thing and is it's like liberating but yeah in other ways it means well what what can the game do now to make me feel more empowered later yeah. like yeah you kind of 
it go the sort of progression goes very flat from the start. You, you, you know, the, I actually think the the opening of the game is by far the best part. So when you are on the Great Plateau and you haven't got all of your powers yet, there's like a, there's a bit very near the start um, where you have to like chop a tree down to yeah. make make it fall across a, a yeah like a chasm so you can climb over it and then you have to sort of like struggle to climb up a mountain to get get to something and it's like well that game as it was at that point i found much more interesting it's like okay well i've got to be like inventive here and i've got to find a way to solve this problem like how do i get through this really cold area when i haven't got you know the, i haven't got just an outfit i can put on which means i can survive in the cold however long i want um you know i've got to think okay well how can i set a fire to keep me warm how can i you know harvest some berries that i can turn into a meal that will make me stay stay warm and they, that was more interesting to me and then it seems very quickly after that opening it's just like yeah don't worry about any of that stuff anymore yeah the cold the cold isn't really a problem climbing things isn't a problem kind of you know getting across rivers isn't a problem because you just paraglide over everything um it seems like a lot of the challenge just disappears um which yeah was slightly disappointing for me but. yeah no it, i don't think there's a, a thing there that i can disagree with to be honest with you um like I to be fair though like yeah, i know that people will disagree people are going <laughs> to disagree people are going to tell us to shut out stupid whole mouths and donata <laughs> zelda again but like at the end of the day, that does seem more interesting when you have to work things out because after that, you know, it just mm. got everything to do it. Like, yeah, but you know, you can't please the all the people. So. No, no, and, and like, it's still a really good game. It's just it, it, it didn't grab me like previous Zelda games. It didn't like grip me in the same way, and I don't mm. know why that is. I don't know if it's because like because when I, it's like when I was anticipating the game, I was expecting an amazing game and it is an amazing game but it just mm. didn't have a hold on me like previous elder games yeah uh, that's, you know? that's how i feel as well yeah um yeah, kind of sort of on on that topic and kind of but staying on the topic of kind of yeah you know, what what are we playing at the moment i have actually fairly recently gone back to play ocarina of time um oh nice and it's 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 one of those that you kind of almost forget what it's actually like. And it's just, you have your memories and your highlights and things. It was so surprising sort of going back to that and how sort of pared back the game is. Um, and, you know, and also how quick everything happens. Like in, in a modern game, like you'll spend hours before you really do anything. I think I'd only played it for about an hour or two and I'd kind of done the first two dungeons and like seen a lot of the world. It's it's surprising how quickly you kind of just get through stuff in yeah. in those older games. Um and just yeah, like how immediate everything is. It's like, you know, first 10 minutes you get you get your like sword your shield and it's like right, drop you straight into a dungeon. Um and even just kind of like thinking about Wind Waker. Wind Waker takes quite a long time to get 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 going. Um, yeah, and it's amazing to think, yeah, just how quickly sort of things did change from that sort of immediate. We can't just yeah, we can't throw too many cutscenes at you. We don't, you know, there's not a lot of like heavy dialogue. It's you know, here's a bit of a bit of setup. Here's the you know the Deku tree or Deku tree. I don't know how you say it. I say um, Deku. He, yeah, 
Deku. Yeah, there he is. He he kind of gives you yeah a bit of like a reason to to do the quests you're being sent on, and it's like right, get on with it. Um, and that I thought was actually quite refreshing to go back to, um, especially as yeah, like having like last year with Skyward Sword coming out, playing that for the first time, and that's quite that's another one that was quite like that's very heavy, heavy, heavy going. Yeah, it's like okay, but, can I just play the game now? No, no <laughs> like, you can't. Leave you, me alone. <laughs> you're not allowed to play the game. You wait your yeah. five hours before you be able to <laughs> do anything you want. I think Twilight Princess was the, was the same. There was a lot of crap before you actually got to do anything and i, th- I think mm. that happens in quite a lot of games nowadays yeah um, yeah um, which is yeah it's it's quite it's quite refreshing to sort of play something old old school that isn't isn't like that because yeah you forget you think oh actually you know the games have been like this for a long time and i guess you know ocarina of time was a long time ago um but yeah it, it's it's nice sometimes to just be left to get on with things i agree Completely. Uh, I've agreed with you a lot so far. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we can move on to some news now, uh, which we call top news because I'm very, very creative. Uh, and I say uh, the reason why is because instead of doing just a big news segment on loads of different news subjects, we just pick one subject and talk about that. Uh, the thing I thought we discuss is nothing because nothing as interesting as that. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> Except for the Grand Theft Auto Six leak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's quite interesting. Um, <laughs> basically, from what I understand. There's a lot of videos of the game that have leaked of alpha footage or pre-alpha footage. I'm not yeah, sure Yeah, I think which. that, that re- sort of period in development, yeah. Yeah. And uh, also the source code was supposed to have been taken, which from the sounds of it is a very, very bad thing. I don't know anything about game development itself to mm. really say, but I'm assuming if people have the source code, it means they can probably do what they want with the game or use the source code to somehow figure out their own stuff and cheat yeah, online it, and it's not you know it, your source code getting leaked at any point is not a good thing kind of whether it's a long time before the game comes out or it's kind of you know when the game is actually released like you don't you don't want people to know about your source code um you know m- most of what if the you know if the source code has been you know, leaked, and there's still like two three years before this game's coming out, most of that code's going to change. So it's not necessarily the end of the world, but you still don't want people seeing what you're doing. Kind of it, you know, it, it reveals the things you're working on. It reveals kind of how you're going about it. There's potentially like you know trade secret type stuff about they yeah. might have been coding something in a particularly like exciting or clever way that then oh now everyone else knows how we're going to do that um so yeah it's, it's never a good thing is it let's face no. it um but there's been quite a few things with this there's been the whole uh rockstar deserve this happening to them because they've taken so long making the game i'm not into gta so maybe i don't care as much but i don't think any developer 
deserves being hacked and having a load of their shit leaked. Personally, I think... Certainly, yeah. Not not for that reason. I mean, I get you. No. There's, there's, there's other reasons there's... for Rockstar to have this happen to them. <laughs> like, from bad practices and shitty employment uh, mm. practices and things like that. But just because they've taken a bit too long on a bloody game, get a fucking grip. Absolutely, yeah. But then, you know, gamers have, have uh, as, a, as a collective group, sort of shown quite a lot of tendencies towards being, uh, yeah, quite... Entitled assholes. Ent entitled, <laughs> I think, is probably the, uh, the safe term to use. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, so that was the one thing, is, is like the whole, they deserve it. I, I, again, I, I disagree with that. They didn't deserve having their stuff hacked for, for that reason. Like, if it was hacked and there was, a, like, a, other reasons, like I mentioned, then fair enough. No, but at the same time, people ain't going to get this shit for even longer now if, if they have to redo, rejig everything and change source code and whatever else. So it's not exactly um, a great thing for those people who are mourning and waiting for it to come out. Uh, yeah. The other thing that uh, was brought up was how awful the game looks. Like, I noticed people on GRCade say it, but it seemed on there, because I know the people there more, that it seemed more of a joke, for the most yeah. part, anyway. Um, like, saying, oh, it looks like a PS2 game, and things like that, and it, it, even that doesn't, it doesn't look like a PS2 game. But what I've noticed is a lot of developers have come out and said, look at our alpha and pre-alpha stuff. Like, Sea of Thieves had what, had what I thought were tic-tacs with faces as they pirates <laughs> on really bad chips and things. Uh, in their pre-alpha, the humans were not human at all. They were tic-tacs with faces. So, you know, I think people come in to, not so much to Rockstar's defence, but more come into like, uh, the defence of graphics are not first thing done. Yeah. Because people seem to be saying, like, graphics are so important, they're done first. And, like, people are like, no, this, that, that's not the way things work. The way things work are, is we get everything else down, and then graphics and things come much later in, in the process. Uh, yeah, we need to, it, yeah, we need it, to, you know, get the game to work first. <laughs> that, well, yeah, exactly. What is the game? Kind of, yeah, build, build the sort of functions and features of the game rather than making it look nice. That's what you do last, if anything. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of the frightening thing, isn't it? It's just how, like, not, not only sort of entitled people are, but how just, like, naive or unaware they are about actually how these games are made um like clearly the first thing you do is not to make it look amazing that is that's just a, the stupidest idea ever and yet like yet clearly millions of people on twitter were posting like genuine comments saying like oh this looks terrible like rockstar are clearly failing and it's like no you just do not know what you're talking about and i think the yeah, one of the big sort of discussion points that came out of it was that for for years, again, like entitled gamers have been like, "Oh, why are they, Why do we get so many like pre-rendered trailers? Or why do we just get a like a, a trailer that says you, we are making this game? You never show us stuff. Why don't you show us the game like years before it's ready?" And it's like, "Well, this is why we don't show show it to you because there's nothing to show. It does not look good until it's nearly finished." Like. 
there's yeah why why do you think devs don't want to open up about showing you stuff in development because you, this is how you all react you all like fly off the handle and assume it's crap um like you yeah you can't have your cake and eat it basically you can't say i want to see in development stuff and then trash that in development stuff when you do see it um yeah it's just such a weird like set of opinions that kind of this like group like mass of gamers like generally seem to sort of end up having or at least the the, the loudest people seem to have yeah i think it's more louder than like amount of people uh mm. like I, th I think a lot of people will generally be uh more shocked than anything than complain about how it looks <laughs> Like shot yeah. the disc or leaked and it's like, oh well the game is definitely in development. We get to see some of it. Even if there is yeah. pre-alpha footage. Um Yeah. But then you have like, like a small minority then who who are like really boisterous and like, this is shit. What yeah. are you doing? It's been yeah. nine years since Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2. What have you been doing? But like there's a lot that goes in. It's not just like I will make a game sit down done yeah it's like yeah there's a lot of planning and everything involved before they even start <laughs> yeah i think that's the, it's just i think there's it's probably i mean and this might be a naive statement for me but it feels like gaming is the like industry or like entertainment medium where there is just the biggest lack of understanding about how things are actually made like most people understand like when a film is being made you know there's a there's like a, a period in production where it's just writers working on it someone has to write a script for what the yeah. movie is going to be like and then they rewrite that several times and then there's you know you get the director involved and you get the you, know, you do all the casting and then there's the you know, the actual filming of things um and that can take you know weeks or you know months and however long it takes and then there's kind of right you've you've filmed everything but now you have to edit all of that together and you mm. have to then add in kind of all the special effects and so i think for the most part most people kind of you know going to the cinema watching movies they understand like that sequence of events and that most of those stages take quite a long time but it feels like most gamers or lots of gamers who are shouting about this stuff and just don't they just don't seem to understand how these things happen and how like just how much work goes into making a game and just how long it takes um it's yeah it just feels like such a, a weird situation where you've got these like millions of people buying these things and having so little idea about how they're actually made um and then getting yeah increasingly demanding about what what uh, those developers are giving them and how open the developers are about the process and yeah it's, it just all seems very weird to me yeah well hopefully i don't know maybe the the best thing to do in in some ways is for um developers to react the way they have been reacting mm. by showing uh footage of games in early development not not because people need to see in this or like prove anything but more to for people to gain some insight and knowledge about how things are done that way yeah. people can be more understanding because they actually understand it's a bit more awkward to understand something if you're not fully aware of what's going on in the background um yeah exactly i, don't I think it's super in depth i think just 
you know, like some kind of. Uh, there probably is stuff out there, but if it's more in the in in the public eye, just some little occasional like you know this is the kind of stuff we do in uh, mm. uh, this is this kind of stuff we have to do then, uh, so you know people can actually yeah uh, gain the knowledge like yeah I, I, yeah that potentially might be a good outcome of this is that with all these devs like yeah sharing on twitter like okay here's what our game looked like two years before release or here you know here's what our alpha footage looked like hopefully more people now will go actually right i i do understand a bit more now about how this works and that yeah that's that's a silver lining i think to this situation probably won't make rockstar feel you know any better but <laughs> yeah it, no hopefully some some you know, moaning gamers on Twitter might gain a bit more perspective as a result. Yeah, agreed. Um, hopefully that will be the case. <laughs> um, I, I haven't really got much else to say about this, so if you want, we can go on to the next topic, unless you have more yourself to say. No, I'm, I'm similar to you in that GTA is a series I've kind of dropped off from for quite a while, so I'm, you know, I, I didn't really care that GTA 6 was in development or not. And I didn't really care that the the sort of yeah the footage of it and the source yeah. code of it leaked. It is interesting um, to follow the story, but yeah, I, it, yeah. Personally, I'm not I'm not bothered. I probably wasn't going to play it or buy it. So <laughs> no, same here. <laughs> no, me though. I probably will end up picking it up because I I pick up games on on a, on a whim a lot of the time. Like I mm. got Red Dead Redemption Two. I've not played it. I, I've only ever finished one Rockstar game. One in my entire that's, life. That's impressive. Yeah. What game was it? I'm going to ask you. Bully. No, it was Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, a, it was about a year a ago for, for GR, <laughs> GR played. Oh, no, I do. Yeah, I remember you playing that now. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I remember Twitch. you having lots of problems with horses and things like that. <laughs> I didn't kill any horses. How dare you? Anyway. <laughs> So, moving on to the next topic of discussion, it is going to be We Play Together, which is me and Genuel have played a specific game. That game is called Medieval. We played the PlayStation 4 remake of the game, though we didn't play the original PlayStation 1 version. Well, at least I didn't. Genuel might have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've not played the original. <laughs> I've not played the original either, so going into Medieval for me was a new experience. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on it? Have you finished the game, or...? So, I've not finished it. Um, I, I did look up earlier, kind of, about sort of how long is this, how far through am I, because I thought, oh, am I going to be able to power through the end of this um, before we talk about it? And the answer was no. Um, I, I'm kind of. I think I'm a bit over halfway, um, but I think I've got yeah enough experience of it to sort of get a feel for. Again, like I was saying about Xenoblade, I don't think it's going to suddenly change in the back half of the game and become something totally different. Um, I think I've got a, a good measure of what the game was was offering. Um, how about you? Did you get all the way through? Yes. No. Of I course didn't. you did. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't. Um, I actually uh, got... I, I'm assuming about halfway through the game myself. I don't know. The last level I did was something or other. Uh, I've unlocked the stairs to go upstairs in the... Uh, okay, in so you, you're, you're further than me then, because I've yet to get upstairs in the Hall of Heroes, I think it's called, isn't it? Yeah, Hall of Heroes. I'm upstairs. Got one item from upstairs. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't played it since Monday, because I'm just like, I'm not into this game. I'm just not <laughs> enjoying it. I, I don't feel it. I, I think there's some funny writing in it. There is. Aesthetically, I like it. There's a lot of things I do actually enjoy about it, but I just don't like the combat. Do you know what? That is pretty much exactly how I feel. Um, and it's one of these where it feels very old school. It, feel, it, does, it feels like a PS1 game, which is obviously, it's a remake of a PS1 game. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually now really curious to go back and maybe play the original or at very least like watch some let's plays on youtube or something to see just how how like for like this remake is is it literally just the same game with a lick of paint um because it really does feel like that era like that mid 90s it's an early 3d game kind of there's not a lot of depth to the combat you know, you, you move around, things run towards you and hurt you, and you have to just try and hurt them quicker than they hurt you. Um, yeah, that's my issue. And that's I, about it. The one thing this game needed to make the combat a lot better, one thing, in my opinion, it needed a lock on. Okay. I thought you were going to say that, yeah. You were able to lock onto an enemy, it would be great. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it at times becomes incredibly frustrating as yeah. a result of that yeah yeah did you get the hammer item yes the hammer right. item that's incredibly slow to use it is incredibly slow but what i do is is i basically hold circle it charges yeah. up to full attack yeah. and then i yeah. hit that and i run away and then i charge yeah. it back up and then i use that and i use that more than i do any other weapon i've got do you know what? That's exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> the sword is just meh. It's like it feels like there's no. It's it's awkward. To, it's weird to say, but it feels like there's no weight to it. So you're just slashing wildly. Uh, like yeah. when you tap the button, you just slashing wildly. And if yeah. things come to you, like if you hit them, they just carry on coming at you and hit you. And it's like, well, this isn't good enough. I, I, so if yeah. I charge up the hammer and whack it, it stops for a sec to give me a chance to whack it again. Yeah, but you've got to fully charge it because if you don't fully charge it, there's a bit of delay on when he'll actually he like stop charging. Yeah, put it down like, and then pull it back and slam again. It's like no, that's, that's that stupid. is stupid. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that the, in this day and age would surely get like play tested out and like smoothed over because that's ridiculous. Yeah, like you have to hold for like about three or four seconds to get a full fully charged circle hit. Yeah, but if you don't do that, then he just seems to like wait for a second before doing anything and you can't you can't hit in that time and you can't start charging again and it's just like well you you're just going to get hurt you know and it's like it's quite hard to tell sometimes whether it, is he fully charged or is he not um and the number of times you like release it slightly too early and so you end up just dying 
Yeah. Yeah, it got very frustrating. Yeah, um, I died a lot in this game, considering. I know yeah. I don't mind dying in games. That it's just a thing, but it feels very. Uh, I don't know. It feels random. It was like, quite ch- like cheap, doesn't it? It's like it does, I don't yeah. mind. Like you know, it's like again. Yeah, we talked about like Dark Souls and Elden Ring and things. You die a lot in those, but for the most part, you die because oh, you did something stupid or you haven't learned what you're supposed to be doing yet. In this, it's just like well, you died because it's that kind of game and you just die and it's not really your fault because there wasn't anything you could do for ages. I thought I just missed something in the tutorials and like there, there, is there a way to lock on or should I, is there a way that I can dodge is, or like parry or like, yeah, no, there's, there's not, there's not, this is just, this is the game. It's just try, try madly to not get hurt whilst you try to hurt things quicker than they they kill you yeah um i will say though it, uh the bosses are pretty fun to fight because they actually do have like a kind of they tend to have like tactics to them there's like yeah, actual yeah things going on with the bosses uh not yeah. the mini bosses where it's like say two wolves will appear and you need to kill them like not that kind of thing, but like the glass person yeah, that's kind of the first sort of proper boss, isn't yeah, it? And yeah, there's like a, there's a thing is yeah, good, there's but... a pattern to it. Yeah, and you've got to work out. Okay, this is what I need to do. Yeah, that 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 was quite good. And every now and then, I think um, there, there are sort of enemies that are more enjoyable to fight. It's like in the there's a, there's a level that's like in a in a farm or like at a cornfield or something. Yeah, and there's like these like metal monster things in there, and you have to kind of like shoot their head and like you know and if you get behind them they can't attack you and it's like okay well there's like a there's a tactic here and i can i can work out how to defeat this thing whereas yeah most of the time it is just yeah bash the buttons as quickly as you can and try and run run away the worst enemy in the game for me that i've fought so far is the fucking scarecrows in that level oh yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> they just and i think that there is a either either a loading screen or one of those like books you can read does basically say yeah you can't kill these guys just run away and yeah. it's like well you if- can't kill them they just take a while yeah i know that i had to kill them all because i wanted the bloody chalice at the chalice. on my level yeah so i i, yeah. I, I got that <laughs> yeah they weren't letting the game beat me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I'm not playing this since Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it beat you eventually, but yeah. It did, yeah. Yeah. No, those scarecrows were annoying. Um, but yeah, most things in the game were annoying. Um, yeah, it's a shame because, like I said, there's a lot to like about the game. Like, it, it is actually pretty witty. Uh, mm. Witty? Witty. <laughs> they, witty. They were meant to be teased there. Bit witty. <laughs> Uh, so it is witty. There is some funny writing. I like how the heroes in the um, Hall of Heroes all rea- mm. uh, ha- seem to be a bit uh, react kind of differently to you. Um, yeah. So far, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're not just yeah. like, "Oh my god, you're so amazing!" They're like, "I don't <laughs> like you." <laughs> but, yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, you've got the ones who because oh, yeah, the the, uh, the story was you know mildly interesting and kind of the idea of actually you've been you're made out to be a hero but you died straight away in this battle that happened and so some some people know that you're kind of a fraud and you were never really a hero Uh, other people kind of like genuinely think you were a hero and sort of worship you as a result yeah and that's kind of quite interesting and yeah it it is quite fun the sort of the dialogue sometimes um and and like you say it 
it's a, I think it's a nice looking game. They did a good job of updating it visually. At times yeah. it looks, you know, I've been playing on PS5. I don't know if it looks any better or plays any better on PS5. No idea. Don't play but, any better. <laughs> yeah yeah the game's still crap but um but it does yeah it looks really nice um yeah so you, you know the, the art team who obviously did their work first um they showed up um but yeah the the gameplay is just not not great no i, I genuinely think adding a lock on button would make that game much better because mm. you can actually maneuver a bit better when fighting even if you can't dodge or parry or anything, you could still block, even though it does damage your shield. You could still block, but you can also maneuver. Like, if you attack someone, you can maneuver out better instead of running away and the camera goes all weird and turns around and then you can't see yeah. the thing that comes up behind you and stabs you up your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It, I think, yeah, like you say, lock-on would help a lot. And I think, just like you say, a bit more weight to things. Like, if I hit you... You should at least react a bit and like move. Like it's the fact that it's it's just you you can hit them with your sword and they'll just carry on and still hurt you. It's like, well, what was I supposed to do about that? I need to get close to this guy to hit him with my sword, but if I get close to him, I'm guaranteed to also get hurt myself. And it's just kind of yeah, a war of attrition type thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I spent ages just using those throwing daggers because well. I'm not going to get close to you because you just end up killing me. So I'll just throw loads of daggers at you. But then you have to spend loads of like coins to buy more daggers. Yeah, it's pretty pricey. Like and you don't get a lot of money, really. No, like I, I had to especially... buy my freaking shield back. Yeah. Oh yeah, and also yeah, just like stupid things like you know, if you have a shield, you can't pick up another shield kind of thing. It's like so I thought, oh, okay, I've got a shield and it's nearly broken. I'll pick up a new one to like have that kind of like in my inventory and it's like well when this one breaks i'll get a new one and it's like well no you've just got one shield and that's yeah. it yeah. um it's, it's more annoying when your shield is like oh this uh when you don't realize and your shield is like pretty much full health and then mm. you get another one you're like oh okay that's just yeah. my shield like two percent yeah, yeah that was a waste yeah Why? And little things like you when you move between levels you don't yeah it doesn't regenerate your health so if you end a level nearly dead you'll start the next level nearly dead. And it's yeah. like, well, now now I'm just going to die straight away in this new level. Why Just, just give yeah. me full health at the and, start. And then you, when you die and you game over and you start again, you start off with the low health, don't know. Yeah. It's just so it's like you're just constantly at low health. And yeah. then you have to like struggle your way to a point where you'll get some health and hopefully make it through. Um, yeah. I, I think it needed a couple of quality of life improvements to make yeah. the game feel not so much of a chore. Uh, like, probably there are quality of life improvements in name, but not health enough. at the beginning of life, like, you don't even need to have, like, you can get um, vials that mm. give you your health back when you die. So they basically count those lives that you have to refill as you progress through the level. Like, even if they just don't fill them for you when you die, um yeah when you need when you start a new level sorry and you it just fills your bar of health and that's it yeah that yeah. would be pre more much much more preferable than going shit i've got what i'm one hit and dead and then yeah being one hit and dead until you make progress yeah like i say that kind of quality of life difference would would have 
changed it quite a lot. Um, and I do wonder whether it's, like I say, one of the reasons why I'm, I'm interested to go back and see what the, the first game really was like, the, or the, yeah, the the original really was like, because it, maybe it's just one of these things where someone someone said, nope, we're going to make this and keep it gameplay the same as it was before. Yeah. Um, and they were constrained by that. But even that you think of stuff that, you know, stuff that's had remakes recently or remasters recently, you know, they'll have like a classic mode and a like modern mode where they're kind of a bit more handholding and a bit more of these like, yeah, quality of life things that people expect now. Just put put two two options in there. Let me choose the the modern style gameplay. Let me let me just have a few more tweaks to make it feel newer. Yeah. Um and I, but, I do wonder, yeah. like obviously we play in a remake of the first game of the original game. Hmm. I wonder what our opinions would be, because obviously we're not going to know, but I wonder what our opinions would be at the time, because at the time, it was probably uh, like that for the majority of games. It wasn't, yeah. like, most games didn't have, like, good lock-on systems and things. So I think because we've gotten used to things generally being better uh, in the quality of life department, I think that maybe we're harsher on it than we would have been if we played it back in the day. Yeah, I think that's undeniably true. Yeah, we we don't have nostalgia for the original because we didn't play it. Um, and so we're, all we're doing is judging it by today's standards, even though you try and go into these things with that you know, open mind. Of, I know yeah. this is an old game. It's going to have you know rough edges. But, but yeah, I, I, I think... We're probably yeah still being a little bit harsh on it because it, it, it yeah gameplay wise you've you've got to think of it as a as a nineties game rather than a modern game yeah. um, and I, I, but compared to other games I think I think it came out in nineteen ninety eight the original and you think yeah like what was what else was was around then is like third person action games like not not a lot. And it's not like everyone else was doing these things better. Like Zelda, like you talk about lock-on, like, you know, Ocarina of Time was the, the game that sort of pioneered the lock-on. And that only came out in 1998. So um, it's not like they could have copied that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I was kind of disappointed with it, I would say, overall. Because I wanted to like it, because I, I remember, like, I never played it, but I remember people talking about it, like, over the years, saying, yeah, Medieval, that was a good game on PlayStation 1, do you remember that? And I'm like, I never played it. <laughs> so, But yep. I do remember the game, never played it. <laughs> uh, like, I remember knowing of the game then, not so much knowing the game. Um, but I, I would literally just give me a fucking lock on and i will play through the rest of the game <laughs> you yeah. developers go back yeah, and come along on, on. <laughs> yeah but I, I i was exactly the same because it's one of those that it passed me by at the time but i was always aware of it and i was always aware of it in terms of people thought about it fondly and they were you know they it was a well regarded like playstation one action game um and so that's why i kind of thought oh th this will be you know a good thing to experience and i've always wanted to play this um and now now i realize that i should have left it well alone 
Yeah, unfortunately, it was a little bit. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's it, it's no, it's by no means a terrible game. It's not a bad it's just, game. It's just, yeah. I, yeah, like a lot of these, like you know, re remasters and things. I think if you haven't got that that nostalgia for the original, it is it is hard to win over someone for the first time. I think. Um, yeah, um, I think. It's a decent game let down by a few niggles that I have, personally. I can see yeah. other people playing the game and, and having a lot, a lot of fun with it. But for me, like I said, I, I enjoyed like quite a bit of the game. Like, it, not so much exploring, but go, moving throughout the levels, because the levels were actually mm. pretty interesting, and the enemies are actually not too bad, apart from the scarecrows. <laughs> <laughs> The enemy designs are good. Even the scarecrows are cool and scarecrowy. <laughs> but it's 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 literally that the combat feels weightless. It feels like there's no impact on anything. Um, and it is literally as you said. You run in and you got to try and hit the thing lots before it kills you. And you're always and it's very rare you get into a fight with your sword, especially, and win without taking a hit. Half yeah. the time, as you run into an enemy to hit them, even if they die once, they'll hit you at the same time. Yeah. So, um, by die once, I mean die by getting hit once. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's a shame, but... Um, I, I can... I, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to it. Like, with some of the games I've talked about on, on here... Uh, like two of them before uh, I hadn't finished. One of them, I, I, I said I will go back and finish it, and I did go back and finish it. Mm. Uh, one of the games I said I might go back, and then in the next episode I was like, yeah, I'm not. And this <laughs> one I'm saying I don't think I'm going to go back to it because um, it just isn't enjoyable enough. I think if the combat was tweaked, I'd be straight yeah. in there. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much where I stand on it as well. If If I really find myself you know bored with nothing else to distract me i might i might try and finish this off but it's not it's not high on my list of priorities in terms of getting through games yeah. in the immediate future yeah it, yeah it's i'm not completely down on it like you say yeah it, i was enjoying it for a, a period of time and it, yeah it's kind of got at, at first quite a nice sort of retro you know feel of you know this oh this is quite simple and it's quite refreshing to play something that is quite simple you know it is just moving around and killing things and it's like every now and then that's all you need um yeah it's just if it did that basic gameplay loop a little bit better i think it would have been just yeah a much more enjoyable experience yeah i'm uh i'm with you on that completely <laughs> because it I don't really know what else to say about it other than, like, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah. One game that kept coming to my mind when I was playing, I don't know if you ever played the Capcom, like, PS2 Maximo games. They were kind of like Ghosts and Goblins, but in 3D was the sort of original idea of it. Um, and this just made me think of a worse version of that series. Um uh. 
Oh, I might have to have a look into that. <laughs> See what that's like. I think it's called like Maximo. Maximo Ghosts to Glory, I think it was called. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a PS2 game by Capcom. Um, and yeah, it's, it's kind of like 3D Ghouls and Ghosts is the sort of the pitch for it. Um, and that's if, what this felt my, like. If just my Maximo as... guy isn't in his pants, running around in his boxers, he... <laughs> then I don't want to play. I, I can confirm that that is what happens, yet when you lose your you, your health, you lose your armor, and you, you are running around in, in your pants. Awesome. So in, instant 10 out of 10. Edge 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. edge 10. Edge 11. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, you know, that was a quite a retro type, type game, but it's, it, yeah, it's, it's got similarities to this. And yeah, it just feels like a, a, a much better game than, than sadly what Medieval is. Yeah. Uh, well... Unfortunately, we came away not enjoying it. I wouldn't rate it out of 10 because I didn't finish the game, so it automatically would score zero because I didn't finish. <laughs> but that wouldn't be the fault of the game. That would be the fault of me. <laughs> so I rate the zero. <laughs> yeah, it's the fault of you because you didn't finish it. But yeah. the reason you didn't finish it is because of the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um... It's not the worst game I've played on the podcast. The worst one was the horror game I did, uh, Shadow Corridor. Didn't like oh. it. It was yawn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's certainly not the best. Every other game I think could be better. <laughs> well, um, there we go. The only yeah. way is up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, I think that is going to be us for this evening. Um, I will be back in a fortnight with another episode. I don't know who's taking part because I forgot to ask about or <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what game we're going to be playing. But uh, I would like to thank Ginny Will for taking part. It's been a pleasure. Glad to have you on, man. It's nice to speak to you again. And yeah, you too. Uh, that's going to be it. So bye bye. See ya. Hello and welcome to Peds' Game Shop. Shap? <laughs> Good way to start it. Eh? Pets' game shap. <laughs> uh, right. Uh.